1: As a therapist, Jennifer Bordner encourages self-care to the children and families she works with almost daily. Jennifer says that families function best when everyone is intentionally taking care of themselves by addressing their personal needs. This could be an hour before work for dad to exercise, or an hour after work where mom practices yoga while a child engages in time outside exploring. Whatever self-care looks like for us, we need to intentionally take the time to recharge our mind, body, and souls. Each day, the sun will rise again, and we will begin again, and it's up to us to start the day recharged, or continue to engage in tiring and unhealthy patterns that leave us feeling overtired and overworked. Taking care of ourselves is different for everyone, as well as necessary, especially when it comes to mental health. When it comes to dealing with daily mood swings or overwhelming anxiety, our self-care becomes a part of our personal journey of getting through the day. Engaging and taking care of ourselves enables us to be able to cope with life's daily stressors or unexpected curveballs. With the evolution of self-care, Jennifer finds there's more pride in having me time rather than the typical picture of a parent stretching themselves so thin we don't know which direction is up. It's important to remember that self-care isn't selfish. In fact, it ensures you are able to show up for the people around you as the best version of yourself rather than the run-down and irritable self you would otherwise present as. Valeria Telles interviews Jennifer Bordner. She is a licensed professional counselor, board-certified life coach, parent advocate, and youth mental health therapist. Jennifer is the founder of Focus to Flourish, a thriving therapy practice focused on serving children and families in their emotional health. She assists families in fostering healthy communication, Increasing self awareness and fostering connections to create a more positive mindset. Meet Jennifer Bordner at FocusToFlourish.org. Here's the interview with Jennifer Bordner.
0: In your own words, who am I speaking with today?
2: (laughs) Well, that is a great question. I would describe who you're talking to as someone who is a mental health professional who wears a lot of different hats. (laughs) First and foremost, I'm a mom. I'm a therapist, a compassionate friend, a wife and an overall advocate for children and families' mental well-being. I've been working in the mental health field for the past seven years in many different settings, which I feel have led me to pursue my own private practice, which I just started over two years ago. In that practice, I focused on being a life coach for young adults and being a mental health therapist focused on youth mental health. I would also describe myself as an intuitive extrovert who finds energy in helping others heal and find their passion in life. What is
0: life to you?
2: Life to me is pursuing joy by cultivating being the best version of yourself. As a therapist who works with children, life for them is changing almost daily. So it's incredibly important to me to view life as an ever-changing process that is filled with the spectrum of emotions we all experience. I believe in using all the resources we have around us to create a full life, whether it's utilizing the strength of our support network or finding new inner passions that bring us into a new sector of joy we didn't even know existed. I often find with my clients, it's easy to focus on all of the barriers that stop us from living our life to its fullest potential. Really, it's just increasing our belief in ourselves as people that we can have it all. We can create a life that we design and we can be successful at it. It's really just believing that we can. It's a lot easier to believe that we can or all these large things in the way that are going to stop us. But the biggest thing that stops us is truly just the fear of it not working out.
0: At this time, what is the purpose of your life?
2: Right now at this time, I believe the purpose of my life is to some way help all individuals I come in contact with, whether that's in my private practice or simply going to the grocery store. The tenants I wish I run my therapy practice, which are show compassion, challenge others to live life fully, and live through positivity, are things I hope to show anyone who meets me. This means guiding my clients to understanding what it means to have self compassion or helping the mom that I run into at the store know that she's doing a great job just because I think that I feel this is my purpose to show and share those core tenants in hopes that they'll be paid forward at some point to another individual. So if I show compassion to my clients or help them understand, you know, their self-awareness, I hope that they then will pass it along to someone else in their lives. And this idea of being positive and having compassion for ourselves and others can be somewhat contagious in the way that we spread, you know, the things that we learn to the peoples in our lives and we're all interconnected in that way. So for me, that's what I feel like my overall purpose is, is to kind of give those tenants the availabilities to kind of flood out to other people through my work, through my clients, through my life in many different ways.
0: What are some of the greatest misconceptions about happiness, in your opinion?
2: Great question. I believe one of the biggest misconceptions about happiness is how it's supposed to feel so many individuals I work with chase happiness as an emotion that has to be felt at a level 100 at all times, when in reality, it's pretty impossible to feel any emotion that strongly all the time. I often hear people question, you know, am I happy? Is this what I want? You know, am I really, truly, fully happy? And, I think happiness isn't something that we can measure or that we have to feel so intensely. I view happiness as more of something that ebbs and flows as we experience different periods in our lives. And I remind a lot of people that, you know, what makes us happy at five or 10 or 20 or 30 or 40, um, all those things are going to be different and you know, allow yourself to find different things that could create more joy. You know, never shut yourself off to joy and experience is what I I tell people that I work with. A lot of times we find one thing that makes us happy and we stick with that. But what about all the other things that could be out there, the fullest potential of happiness that we're not tapped into yet? So what I say is leave the door open to happiness.
0: What is healing to you?
2: Healing to me is doing the work. And what I mean by that is really processing, you know, our past traumas and establishing a growth from these past events. Healing is Moving forward in a way of acknowledging the significance of our past and validating the strength it takes to go on this journey of healing. Healing is true. It's truly a never ending process, in my opinion. It's something we engage in daily. It takes, you know, a great deal of awareness to do this. Self awareness is the key to healing for a lot of the people. That I work with. It's the daily awareness that continues to lay, you know, these bricks, this foundation of healthy habits. And I think once you have this foundation, you know, bricks are, they're, they're pretty sturdy. Once they're there, you can kind of move forward in a way that if something else happens, you have this foundation of work that you've done in healing that You know, you're so much more open to different things happening and your whole house won't fall down because that foundation has been built so strongly.
0: What is the meaning of freedom to you? What is to be free?
2: What does it mean to be free? Hmm. This is something I believe is defined by each person individually. When I feel the most free, I'm being present in the moment and engaging in really that true core mindfulness of everything around me, meaning I'm really present in all of that I'm doing. I'm present in my thoughts. I often think back to childhood or the children I work with and how I explain freedom to them is not being bogged down by the future or the past, but simply just being... So that means that you're outside and you're sitting in the grass, just noticing all of those things around you, all the colors, really tapping into those, those five senses for me really brings me back to not being bogged down by all the other things that are happening. And what a sense of freedom that is to feel in that moment that I'm just purely here. I'm just here Present, and there's nothing else on my mind that's kind of swaying me either way.
0: What is inner peace to you?
2: Inner peace to me is having a high level of overall acceptance. You might be asking, you know, what do I mean by that? When I discuss acceptance with my clients, I often start by saying, you know, acceptance is not a linear process. We're not just gonna, you know, kind of move along on this road and, you know, I accept this, move on. I accept this, move on. It's, it's really often quite the opposite. It's a journey we build on daily. And sometimes, you know, we revisit things at different points in our lives for a lot of different reasons. And that's okay, is my message, really. You know, expecting that linear process to happen sometimes can derail us, when in reality, that's kind of the best way to go. Inner peace and acceptance go hand in hand, because until we gain acceptance for all the different bumps and things in our life, we will struggle to really feel that inner peace we strive for. And, you know, inner peace doesn't mean I accept and love everything that's happened in my life. It really is I'm accepting and at peace with these things that have happened and inner peace is something I think we all strive for and can achieve at different points in our life.
0: What is to be spiritual and what is spirituality?
2: Spirituality is often an important tool when it comes to working on our mental health Spirituality is experiencing connectedness to all things around you and feeling something that is greater than you or me is really present with us. And, you know, believing that there is more than, you know, you and I in this universe, I think is my definition of spirituality. In my daily work with youth, I find it's a really important tool Um, But with that said, I think it's an important tool to explain. I think there's a lot of connection for people with the word spirituality and religion. And kind of separating the two is important and seeing how, how effective it can really be for people who have not really kind of dove into spirituality in their personal lives and seeing how effective it can be to, you know, practice this and The joy and contentment we can get from just engaging in more spiritual practices on a daily basis.
0: So, why did you choose to do what you do?
2: When people ask me this question, I often think of several reasons. I feel passionate about helping children and have always felt a great sense of joy getting on their level when it comes to discussing their emotions. I truly believe all human beings are worthy of working on themselves and I especially believe children need a voice and a pathway to set up for them for healthy adulthood. I always say, you know, why create healthy habits later when we can build on that foundation right now? I feel like it's my job to help validate, you know, children's thoughts and feelings, really letting them know what they have to say matters and is there truth to share. I, I feel it's my, almost like my duty to highlight all of these different areas for kids and help them find their voice in advocating for themselves.
0: Talk to me for a moment about the services you offer.
2: To find out more about the work that I do, you can find all the information you need on my website, which is www.focus2flourish.org. This is where I discuss my therapy practice and how I assist youth and families to better their emotional and mental health. It's there you can read my blog on mental health topics and other areas of wellness. You can read about all the services that I offer which, you know, are in my office or via telehealth, which can be available to pretty much anyone who's interested.
0: Thank you so much for your presence, for sharing your wisdom and doing what you do.
1: Thank you for listening. To learn more about Jennifer Bordner and her work, please visit org.